getting welcomed back. I don't have words. I don't have words. I don't have barbecue either, which is kind of a drag. But, uh, you know, we're all back together and uh, happy to do it. Happy to be with you. Happy to be with my compadres. And, of course, you know them all, Maximilian Forty and Julie Buck. Hi, kids. Hello, sir. How are you, Mr. Carney? <laughs> Am I in trouble? No. Again? I'm just being a kid. <laughs> no, sir was kind of uh, Are we still You know what? Mr. I, I got over a decade on you, so <laughs> okay. I earned it. All right. You earned it. How I, were all those burnt ends that you took home last night? Gone. Gone? All of them? All two pounds? Oh, yeah. I got I got like four of them. What about the macaroni and cheese balls? Same. Gone. Gone. Yeah. My I, Lord. I saw Liam put one in his mouth whole. And they're the size of baseballs. Literally. Or maybe, yeah, I was thinking a tennis ball. Like it was filled with uh, pulled pork and macaroni and cheese and then yeah. crusted in some sort of oh, dangerous sorry. wild breading oh. that was just out of this world. It, so it was wild. I'm so hungry. What a good time. What a good crowd. So much fun. Um, good show today. But speaking about Sugar Fire after the show, and I'll account for my time here, um, I hung out a bit and, you know, asked him some questions. I went back in the kitchen. I took a tour. I went out and checked out their smokers. They are those handmade ones from Cape Girardeau, the old Hickory um, pits. And it's just so organized and so efficient to watch how they do it. They know exactly how much a slice of brisket weighs if you cut it here. And then I, I was just astounded. I hope so. I mean, I hope they could figure out how much a slice of brisket weighs. I mean, just by looking. You uh, know, I'd be, a lot of places like eyes. the the deli will like set it on a scale or something and then make the sandwich. Uh. Um, then I went to Johnny Landoff, uh to get my oil changed because the car said, get your oil changed. Johnny Landoff Chevrolet. He's following me everywhere. <laughs> so I went to the Autoplex, got that done. Bang, boom, bang. Didn't cost me a thing because when I bought the car, I got the care package, which is handy. Um, and then I'm proud to announce to you both. I finally went to the Y. Yes. Thank really? you. Hold, hold the applause back. Hold back. Hold back. Now, I should clarify it was only to pick up Liam and I didn't get out of the car, but I know where it is. But you drove there. And I went, yeah. So don't so, you belong to the rec center, the Y, and the gym here at Westport? Yeah, here at Westport. No, they do go to the rec from time to time, but they're not members there. They pay like seven bucks. Oh, well, that's nice. And next How's door, they call? haven't seen me in a while. Yeah. Okay. But I'll, I'll get back to it when the hip stops bugging me. All right, so I start. That's it. That's my big exciting time. Wouldn't you love to be me, Max? Let's go counterclockwise. 
Um, yeah, accounting for my time. Let me see. Let me turn up my headphones a little bit so I can hear the dulcet sounds of my voice. Here we go. Um, so yesterday I went to 10th Life Cat Rescue to volunteer for a little bit. And when I got home, Oscar was bringing in a package that had been delivered to my attention uh, from the wonderful website known as eBay. Uh-oh, so, what kind of a statue was in that bag? And so Oscar said, what is this? And I said, oh, well, I, you know, I haven't opened it yet, but this should be a statue of the Queen of Atlantis. And uh, he looks at me and he goes, does mom know? Oh. And uh, I was like, I don't have to ask your mom when I buy a statue, but. That's not what you yes, said. You then I said, let's yes, get this do. thing downstairs. What'd you really say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's go hide this bad boy as yeah. fast as we can. No, you no. trained him well. Katie was home too, so it's fine. She's, uh, yes, I, I got some gruff, but it's fine. It looks great on my shelf downstairs. So. Did you get a good deal on it? I got. I, I told Katie I got it for a song, and she was like, "Uh huh, I'm sure." What is a song, song? for a statue? Uh, I'm not at liberty to say oh, on the air. Okay, but uh, cheaper than retail. Let's just put it that way. Oh. So you're getting now nice deep discount. Very intrigued. Yeah, me too. But you know, I did something good for people. I volunteered at an animal shelter. I got home and I got a statue. It was a so good day. Wait, more than fifty dollars? Right around. Julie. Right what? Around, right around. <laughs> That's okay. We're among friends here. We can ask. But he goes. He looks at me. He goes. Does mom know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, oh my lord. You didn't see this, Max, because it happened off the air yesterday. But we had on. All of the owners, but we had on one of the owners in particular who had a really cool blouse sweater on that had flowers on it, and it was like a half turtleneck. <laughs> um, and it looked very nice. I didn't know how much Julie liked it because while we were talking to each other, she was shopping for it on her phone. Guilty so, as charged. The woman's a pro. She is a pro. And it's dangerous so when, to be able to just punch it up when you're sitting did there you find in, it? in the middle of sugar fire. No, I couldn't find it. <sighs> Man, I, I was like ready to like offer her cash on the spot for the sweater. I love <laughs> I'll look for sweater. you. Okay. I'll you look for you to see if they got men sizes too. You should be a little weird. Asking for a friend. Cash you, on the just, spot. We won't I don't wear know. Yeah, that's true. So uh, I kept track of you for a while, but after three o'clock, clock i can't uh i can't vouch for you for a minute uh what i went you... i went home for a little bit and then i went over to uh yes i have a brother i went over to his house to see the little guys they they just can't catch a break feeling better or well, no? i mean they just it keeps going you know you just get in those certain time periods in your children's life or your grandchildren's life nieces nephews whatever where they just have like endless sickness you know and it just keeps going it's like the stomach thing then it's the breathing thing then it's and i remember that with my own kids it felt like it went on for years and maybe yeah. now maybe now that i look back it it did but i my sister-in-law had some work to do she had to go out of town for just like a night so i went over to kind of hang out and lend a hand and honestly to see the boys and they are yeah they're five we, and a yeah. half almost six now which i cannot believe and their newest thing is wanting to prank call people. Oh, and it's, no. I mean, it's so obvious that it's them. So, Carney, if it's you get a cute. call. It's pretty cute. Yeah. Better than the TikTok they hacks. Will, they will take your phone and they're like, 
I'll give you an immediate discount on pizzas. And then they just giggle, you know, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, this is so cute. I can't even take it. And then by the end of it, they're like, Juji. And I always play like I don't have no idea who it is, you know, and then who else can we call, you know, and then they go down the line. I'm like, well, Nani's a good one because she will always take somebody's yeah. phone call. <laughs> Poor Nani. Um, and that was, you know, pretty much it. That and letting all the little faucets around my house drip, drip, drip. And oh, so, news flashed. Okay. We have a bonus room above our garage, you know, so it's like, it's decent. It's got its own heater, but the heater gets a little goofy sometimes when the temperatures are this extreme. Right. So... In the pan, it had a little water, which then turned into a little mini ice rink in there. If you had, like, little teeny tiny ice skaters that you could put on there. Yeah, I do. I carry them in my pocket. <laughs> I thought you did. So my husband decides that he's going to get a couple trash cans and put the hoses, let the hoses put the, just deposit the water into the trash cans rather than taking the chance of the pan overflowing with the HVAC system. And I know I can call your friends to, to look at it. But you know what he poured in the hole of it is a little bit of vodka because it doesn't freeze. A eight four one two six. Could that be a thing? What will that do to my HVAC if we put a little, like just you know, gave it a couple shots of vodka? So probably help well, what brand? Low, I guess. Um, I think it was Grey Goose. I prefer Casa Amigos or Codigo or one of those. A flavored vodka, possibly? It wasn't. It was just straight up vodka and it's it's in my furnace and it, it worked. I went in there this morning and it wasn't frozen. So it was hammered, but it wasn't frozen. I mean it was slurring its words, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking, could this be a thing? Or are we or on the flip side, are we drinking something that <laughs> Well, there's that. That could be detrimental to our health in that it will keep your furnace from freezing like a chemical. You could probably use rubbing alcohol. Oh, okay. As opposed to vodka. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know why. Whatever's handy. I didn't believe him. I thought he was joking at first. And I'm like, I'm going to say this on the radio. It's like it's handy. A little bit for me. Right, we haven't even got to what we're, what we're doing today. Of course, we'll have a schmooze and some stuff. Johnny Law. And we present a new barrister from Brown and Crouppen. Um, they've got over 100 lawyers, so if we could do one each week without repeating for two years. Jim Lemons. I feel like Lemondis. we've had him on the show before. I, w- I want to say so, too. Mm-hmm. I want to say so, too. So I don't know if he's going to tell us uh, about parties of famous people or we're going to do legal stories. You know, tune in. Find out. We ride on the elevator too. Uh, danceable music from Spanky. And if you know the song of the artist, we'll be showering you with prizes. That's next hour. Uh, Johnny Landoff's going to check in. Uh, so will Captain Paul. Oh, yeah. See how his wild weekend was. You know, he was burned at Bull Dance, so I'm leave, sure. Don't leave out our guests at 120 today. Creed Bratton. That one? That's the guest. And, and I say, imagine I only know one creed, and it's the guy from The Office. Well, guess what? That's the guy that's going to be on the show. And he's coming to play music, which you probably didn't know about him. And he's been knocking around in that biz for quite a while. I read he was in the grassroots. Oh, really? And 
he left the band in 1970. So, man, it's been around a little bit. So looking forward to that visit. Son John, super excited. He wanted to stay home from school to hear the interview because The Office is his favorite show. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. And I said no. Are we going to bump in with the Office theme song? I hope, Max. Or we could just sing it. Sure. Or we could we could also just or go one, with some grassroots. Or, mm. or one of his new tunes that he's probably trying to sell albums for. Yeah. He'll be at City Winery. I've yet to make a show down there. Shame on me. But I understand it's very, very cool. All right. First break. Let's take that. Come back. Bunch of stuff to get to with you. And we're going to fire up the text line because uh, I'm going to need some feedback on a few things. And we just like talking to you. That's 84126. It's our Michael's Bath text line. Uh, and these are what uh, we in the industry call commercials. Carney Show, welcome back. I want to pick your brain here in Jopal. Uh, I was um, communicating with Donna Calamia actually this morning. And. Uh, we were talking about the real estate business, you know, and what she does and helping seniors and helping to buy a home or build a home. And in all the time we've been doing this, she brought up something that she does that never even occurred to me, number one, that you would need, and number two, that she knew this. Because as long as she's been doing real estate, she knows people everywhere. She's incredibly social. But when the weather's like this, and I say this to my wife all the time, when the weather's like this, say, why do we live here again? How come we're here? And this is when people become snowbirds and take off and go to Florida, go to Texas, go somewhere where it is warmer. Well, this is where Donna comes in. She has connections with all kinds of realtors all over the country, all over the world. So she could set you up with just the right person that's an expert in the area you want to move to. I mean, that takes a lot off your plate as far as worried about is, is this person going to have my interest uh, ahead of things or is he just doing this to make money for himself? Money. But she, yeah, money. Uh, she knows a lot of these folks. So you can take advantage of her longevity, her connections, her social abilities. So you got stuff to do if you're going to go. You got to pack. You got to sell your house. You got to pitch your sweaters or sell them. Uh, and then find what's available in Texas or Florida or whatever. She already knows. She knows where these places are, and she will set you up with a realtor who works in that area. I love that, and I'm just embarrassed, really, that I've never even brought that up before. Duh. Duh. DonnessyReality.com. And if you go to Florida, um, have a couch for me to sleep on. I'd really, really appreciate it. It is uh, 1232. All right, so here's the thing. Uh, A lot of times when I see a story, it's not just a story to me. It's... How do we make this a topic? Can we debate this? Can we 
you know, figure something out. And and the story would have just gone, you know, under the radar. And let me tell you the story first, and then I'll tell you what I was thinking about. Florida man. Florida man. He got arrested. Shocker. Spoiler alert. He apparently stashed some NFL cards uh, and other items into a backpack, which he also stole from Walmart, and left without paying. They caught him, and he's in big trouble. But that's not the point. They listed in the police report what was in the backpack that he stole. And I will give you that list right now. Five boxes of NFL cards, chicken salad, banana pudding, strawberry cheesecake, deviled eggs, pepperoni, and pepper jack cheese. What was he making, we think? You're a chef. Uh, A mess, you know. I, I have no idea. But it then popped into my head that every time I go to the store and I go buy somebody, I look in their cart and I try to figure out what kind of person they are. Well, I always look in their cart and say, I don't know what to get because I'm so just not good at all of it. So I I like to look and then I kind of get FOMO. And I'm like, oh, they've got some bacon and some blue cheese. I bet they're making a wedge salad. And then I have to go get involved myself. Well, yeah, I did too, but I, I go deeper. Like, I wonder what you're judging kind of life. them. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. wonder what your and cholesterol th- is with all those frozen pizzas you have in your cart. So I want um, validation or someone to call me out and say, you know, you're, you're a creep. <laughs> I think it's pretty, you know, or you've got that, the belt where you check out. And they're putting their stuff up, and you're looking at it going, huh, that's weird. TV dinners and a $40 bottle of wine. I don't understand. <laughs> yes, you do. 8412, <laughs> not the TV dinner. 84126 is our Michael's Bath tax line. I don't think it's wrong to do that. The sad thing is it's an exercise in futility because I'm not going to follow them home, so I'll never know what their life is like. But that's where I go. So what's the question? Max, do you do that at all? I mean, in order to feel superior to other people? Is that why you do it? Like, oh, I wasn't asking for the motive. I was asking if you, you do, do that. No, no, no. I love self-checkout. I love getting in, talking to the computer, and getting out. I could not waste the time to see what somebody else has in a in a shopping cart. I could care less what they're buying. Hmm. Okay. I find it interesting. I'm kind of in the middle. Carney's fascinated by it. I, you know, like to be a little nosy, and Max doesn't want anything to do with you. So is that the question? Do you enjoy yeah, it? Yeah, I'm you... just wondering if other people in this store will glance in other people's carts and just kind of take a gander as to what their world is like. You know, 18 boxes of donuts and some diet pills. <laughs> what? And Diet Coke. What are, you, are you working on time travel? What What's going on mm-hmm. here? So, I don't know. Maybe it is just me. Uh, again, 84126. If you do it, too, I'm feeling out in the cold again. I know. We're not hearing from people saying that they're doing that, but we might, 84126. But we did hear from people saying that the next time you mess with your 
HVAC system to pour brine in there, salt water, rather than vodka. So that's probably a good idea because that doesn't freeze either. Then you can just set your turkey on the HVAC and Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Um, And then somebody else said Everclear is better to put in there. And we're not suggesting this, of course. We would suggest that you call Harster, but I'm just saying, yeah, that's what, you know. Please do not try this at home. Do not try this at home, and if you do, it's at your own risk, but we were talking about We need a disclaimer. We do. A very long one. We need to have a disclaimer. Uh, What was the one that made me giggle? Julie, my 90-year-old mother wanted to use her leftover vodka to clean. Uh, I know that, and I drank it and filled it with water when I was a teenager. Uh, So I told her, go ahead. Yeah, sure, it's fine. Uh, On the text line, Michael's Bath text line, 84126, Costco is a great social experiment watching the carts. That's true, because that... When you go into a place like Costco or Sam's, you go in for some hamburger meat and you come out with a new patio set. I mean, you just yes. you get sucked into stuff. Where are you going to eat your hamburger? Uh, exactly. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Uh-huh. All right. I'm feeling the love now. People fasten up. They do the same thing. And I again, I don't know why I do it because I never really thought about this very deeply. I'm never going to find out if I'm right, you know. But right Why about do what? I, I don't. I don't understand about the what their how what their, their cart world reflects like? their life. Is your is your cart a window into your life? I mean, how else would you figure out somebody? Not that you need to, but we judge. That's what we do. That's what we do best. Not just me. See, and they're backing me up on the whole deal. So, just saying, I think that's why people get the little baskets instead, because they're harder to look into. Oh, we don't want you seeing what I mean. We don't I want mean, you what seeing kind what of I'm nefarious buying. things are you buying? I've never thought about that. Like, oh, let me get the basket so people don't know what I'm buying. I'm, I'm <laughs> buying chips and water. I mean, I, it's not all that exciting. Uh, you're the most paranoid one here. I'm a little surprised you don't do that. Oh, Could be me. This is not a good text. Well, I was almost read it, and I didn't. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? We have a text line, and free speech is alive and well. It is. It just doesn't always get broadcast. That's it. And there's a... That's a uh, great a jo- premise for a TV show, if you think about it. where you Looking in other people's no, carts? No, m- taking whatever they got in their cart, switching them out at the, at the checkout line. And you have to go home and make life happen with what's in their cart, and they have to go home and make life happen with what's in your cart. It's kind of like guys' grocery games. Have you seen that? Okay, I've not seen that, no. Well, they do the show in a grocery store, and people have five minutes to grab what they need to make a dish. And the kitchens are set up in the store, and then halfway through, a guy said, all right, everybody switch. You're not making what they started. You're making what they start. It's very stressful. Okay. Well, I mean, I can see where it would be. Um, it's But it's a good show. From the Absolutely. 314 Costco, cheese and booze judge away. Uh, oh, Ed, yeah. Ed Becker on the text line says, hi, I was at Aldi last night, and a person was halfway through the store and had six or seven loaves of bread in their cart. So, I mean, I feel like. Grilled cheese party? Maybe. 
Yeah, I was thinking yeah. like Thanksgiving. You know, you you would have. I can't really think, but maybe yeah, maybe they're to doing tomato soup and too. Yeah, or maybe they're recording a lot of TikTok cat breading videos. Could be. You know, a lot of different ways to go with that. And you're free to. Um, this stunned me, maybe, but there was an article that breaks down what you pay for items at McDonald's in different parts of the country. I just assumed a dollar ten cheeseburger was at, you know a dollar ten everywhere. That's not true. They price it differently in different cities. I bet Did in California, I bet it's through the, everything's through the roof. Yeah, I was. It was surprising to me because it's, you know, the quality is supposed to be the same, the menu's exactly the same, but they jack the prices in certain areas. Um, the only place that makes sense to me a little is Alaska, because it's probably incredibly hard to deliver there. Other than that, that's not fair. Well, what that other cities do you have fair. the the stats? Um, they looked at all fifty states. Uh, they found that Massachusetts and Vermont were paying nineteen to twenty one percent higher than the middle of the country for chicken nuggets. Um, also, not just Mickey D's. I'm not just going to pick on them. But they checked out prices at Pizza Hut, Subway, Burger King, KFC, Popeye's, Taco Bell. They all do it. Like Honolulu pays over 18%. Again, I kind of understand the, you know what it took to get this here? But Texas has the best deal paying almost 10% less than the national average. But I was just kind of stunned that. It wasn't all the same price. A lot of these places are franchises as well, like Subways and even McDonald's. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we have a McDonald's here at Westport, and if I get a cup of coffee here or if I get one closer to my house in the city, it's a different cost. It, it's tw 20 cents less, 20 cents more, because you have a franchisee who can set their own prices. Can they I set didn't their own prices? Within a certain I, range. Yes. Okay. I'm surprised the, the mothership allows that. Because I don't know. Yeah, I I know someone I know that used some to people. own some McDonald's, and she she was saying when we were talking about it that you know they will all of a sudden hit you as a franchisee too with all kinds of taxes, and it's all not all sunshine and roses. I mean, it's, you've got city taxes, you've got all you don't have in the county, or if you've so. got to redo to match what they look like now, or you get grandfathered in, or you've got to have the latest style going with the golden arches, and you have to got to pay for all that stuff. So, I mean, it's a lot of money. Money. When we were in high school, we had a friend whose dad owned like three McDonald's. And we didn't particularly like the guy. But every time we'd go camping, we'd invite him because he'd bring, bring a big box of burgers. And a uh, McDonald's hamburger on a bonfire grill, pretty fantastic. I didn't know that. Pretty fantastic. Um. Yeah, I mean, those are good points, Max, but I, I just, the people I know that were smart enough to start a business that other people wanted to do, and they allowed franchises 
to happen, they still pretty much have to adhere to the basics. And I would think the price is one of the basics. You know, if uh, it's strange why in one city it would be different. I mean, if you are the, the parent company and you you are in charge of band of McDonald's, I would imagine you're not going to just hand this over to anyone and with no rules. I would think that you're going to keep very tight reins again, it, it could on be, the brand. And it could be a, 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 a city tax issue because, again, I live in the city. And so if my cup of coffee is sure. more is more expensive there has nothing to do with McDonald's. Is it more expensive yes. in the city than it's, it is at it's, Westport? It's about 20 cents cheaper out here if I get the same really? large cup of coffee. I saw a sign yesterday or two days ago at the McDonald's at Westport that said we have, it was handwritten and taped to the and taped to the little speaker, which I'm sure is against the uh, <laughs> the mothership rules, but it said we do have McRibs for a limited time. So, I thought the Carney, same thing. I thought of Carney. I know. I thought, Don't tease me. I, I, it's no, there for here. a limited time. Yeah, they're here for Wife's a limited work time. Today. I know. So I just thought I'd let you know. But I guarantee right. you that the 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 board of directors is not like, yeah, just color it on a little <laughs> sign and use a little tape and tape it up to the speaker. That's perfect. Yeah. It's like they just found yeah. two in the back. Yeah, said, exactly. In the freezer, hopefully. Yeah, the other head scratcher with the fast food places is the sign that says. Employees must watch hand wash hands. Well, it's a you good have reminder. To tell them. Well, I know, but I mean, everybody should concern. wash their hands. I feel like we've gotten better about that since COVID. If you had to pull some positive, and I know there are a lot of negatives, but if you had to pull some positives out, that would be one of them. People are more aware of the cleanliness thing. Welcome to my world. You it's not as weird when I pull out my Lysol wipes. On, a, on an airplane as it used to be. That's called justification, people, if you're playing the home game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1246, speaking of that, I'll share a story with you that's going to concern you again. And it's not COVID, something else coming back, one of the old favorites. Uh, 1246, quick break. We will return in mere moments, I promise. All right, it's our Johnny Law segment, and it is brought to you by our good friends, and they really are at Brown and Crouppen. So we pick up some of the legal stories of the day, and we usually toss them at uh, Terry, or we toss them at Jim Canlan, but a short straw drawn by someone else this time. But he is a certified attorney. Jim Lemons, welcome to the program. (laughs) Hi, John. How are you? I haven't done this since before COVID. Yes. I know. I knew we'd had you on the show before, Jim. It was, uh, you know, the short straw container has been used again now that we're past COVID, and uh, I'm the guy that usually receives them. (laughs) And what I always like to ask attorneys, and this has nothing to do with what's on the docket today, and if you want to pass, that's fine, but I find that the best lawyer jokes always come from lawyers. So what you got? 
You know, that's you've you've now asked the question to a guy that loves jokes, listens to them, laughs heartily, and then can't remember them five minutes later. I'm one of those. And so I could enjoy one with you right now, but for the life of me, I can't remember one. Well, that's why we have John Carney on hand. Come on, Carney, give us a joke. <laughs> well, most of them are dirty. My favorite oh. one is also really long. Oh. So I'll text it to you both. Okay. Uh, and, and Jim, this also not on the docket, but we do ask about it from time to time. These frivolous lawsuits that actually make it to a courtroom, whether it's a Subway sandwich being 10 inches and not the advertised 12 inches, or my Big Mac doesn't look like the Big Mac in the picture. These, these don't stop. Is there a law on the books that said if you bring something like this to court, you'll go to court for bringing this to court? So there is a law in most jurisdictions that says that you can't bring a frivolous claim. You have to have a legal basis to do it, and you have to have the facts to back it up. But what you hear from most of these kinds of cases is that the lawyer who brings it, says that it has to do something with not conforming to the label on the product or it's an issue of truth in advertising. And while there can be really legitimate claims based on those kinds of failures by companies to live up to what they're saying, the reality is a lot of people take advantage of them, and that's what you're reading about. All right, that makes some sense. Uh, what is on the docket today? Ghost bagging, and this is this is a weird one. There was a woman, actually a few women, got arrested in Nashville at the airport for what they called ghost bagging in the story, and that is uh, checking your bag for a flight to a city, and of course it goes, but they never get on the plane. I, I don't know how that can happen. Don't they have to buy a ticket and check in to get that? sticker that doesn't come off your luggage ever so think about that john and julie when you go to the airport and this was southwest airlines this happened with what uh, you go to the counter uh you check in or you may not go to the counter and check in you may just go to the electronic kiosk and you check in you may get a paper boarding pass or you may not at all you may only have an electronic ticket that you show on your phone um, but remember, you're going to check your luggage before you ever pass through security. So that luggage is checked and tagged and it goes through. And if, if you don't go through security and you don't board the plane, that bag is already in the process of being loaded. And apparently Southwest does not double check to make sure that that passenger got on the plane. Well, when I've checked my bags with Southwest, they will ask at the counter to see your ID when you hand them your bag. And I don't know if these people that are doing this and running this scam of shipping bags with whatever nefarious things might be in the bag, maybe they're just not getting caught. Well, they're they're either using a fake ID or... Or they're using their own ID, which leaves them vulnerable because 
The reality is, in this instance and in others, unless there's surveillance at the airport, at the baggage carousel, and that they're watching the individual bag, then when these folks come in, again, this is not a secure area of the airport. Anybody can walk into that area where you're picking up luggage. And they grab the bags, they walk off. You know, most often that can be done without really alerting anyone unless the authorities are already ready for them and prepared for them. And that apparently is what happened here. And when they did, they went out, they followed uh, these three women to a car, and they found a cash of, uh, what was it, $20,000. And they thought that they were probably doing this with stolen credit cards um, and using and transporting all of that through these, this ghost bagging. Uh, but what's most important for people to remember is, um, even if you weren't running a scam, uh, even if you just intended to get a bag someplace, it's illegal to do that. And you can't do it without uh, putting yourself in jeopardy. Absolutely. And, I, you know, be aware, too, when your bag comes down that little carousel and to grab it, I feel like, as quickly as possible. Because on the flip side of that, there are people waiting on the other end in some cities, depending on where you're going, that just grab the luggage off of the off of the roundabout, and, and they head out, and then they kind of play uh, roulette there by taking a grab bag, if you will. Absolutely, and, you know, they leave us there <laughs> where where people work their way to the front of the line where the bags come out of the, uh, the back room uh, beyond the wall, and you see these people elbowing one another uh, to try to get to the first of the carousel to pick up those bags. But I'm like you. If I can't get up close, then I'm always keeping an eye out for my bag when it comes through so I can make sure that I get it because uh, most of these areas aren't well secured. And I think that they can grab them off the the carousel if you're not careful. I just like to sit on the carousel and go around and around and look at people's reactions. (laughs) I usually see a couple of six-year-olds that are trying that. Uh Yeah, they, they were sitting next to me. It's, it's, it seems like this is a giant hole in security. Without being able to pull that bag back off the plane, and I think what we're finding is here uh, they have just not coordinated uh, boarding with the, the bags, and they probably have a practicality argument there. I mean, think. You board the plane. Sometimes it takes a long time before the plane takes off, but sometimes you board the plane and they're hustling you out on the runway to make their time so that they don't have a late takeoff or late arrival scored against them. And there isn't much left. So if that bag had been put in uh, at the beginning and they had to pull out a lot of bags to get to it, my guess is the uh, airlines would argue to the regulator, all you're going to do is slow us down even more than what we are right now. See, Jim, this wasn't so painful. Thanks for the time. We'll do it again. KTRS St. Louis at 1. Now it's time to take a ride on the Carney Show Hell Brought to you by Music Go Round St. Charles. Call 314-931-5877 to join us. Yeah, why don't you? We always love the ride on the elevator. And I wish I had saved the tape from the day that I brought this to you guys and you thought, Carney has lost his mind. 
this is so annoying, so awful. Now we're all in love. Well, I agree with part of it, and, and not all of it, but I, I think that it is a lot of fun. We love to give stuff away on the Carney Show. And I want to give out the phone number because this is not a text game. This is a call-in game. I know that Sarah gave it, but I'm going to give it to you again. 314-931-5877. That's our number. I will tell you the thing that I thought was going to be a complete disaster. And that's when Carney said, you know what? Spanky from Broken Jukebox, who does all these great uh, uh, synth versions of these classics, he's going to come in live in studio and do a live elevator playing all, all kinds of different songs and i thought this is a disaster this is an awful idea turns out it was so much fun and so funny and one of the best elevators we've done so kudos to john carn now it's all spanky it's all spanky and we have more than our share of disasters <laughs> not gonna argue that point in fact uh i'm gonna reach out to spanky soon and uh, get some more because I think the uh, elevator is getting a little low. And if you haven't played and you don't know what we're doing, um, great songs you heard on the radio, you sang along, you loved, maybe you saw the band in concert. Well, Spanky has taken those songs and got one of those little Casio thingies and re-recorded them. And they're awful and indistinguishable, but they're accurate. I will give him accurate, which always uh, proves true. When uh, Mix Master Maxi uh, <laughs> m- mashes them. So, wow, that uh, was good. I, Mix Master Maxi mashes them. I had to do that very slowly. 314 931 5877. It's all brought to you by our friends at Music Go Round St. Charles. And I'll tell you more about them later. But first, we want you to hear something. Before I play that, can I can I uh, give people a Ooh, carrot, like a, a dangling carrot in front of them to give them a reason to call? It's not just for glory. It's because you will win two gift cards to Chicken and Pickle. These gift cards are $25 each. That's right. If you win the elevator today, you get $50 to Chicken and Pickle. Oh, wow. How fun. Wow. One of these days, I'll get the order right. I thought I had it today. Not to be. It's okay. Here we go. Uh, It's on the tip of a brain cell, but I just can't do it. It's yeah. right there. One of the few shows I've ever walked out of. But oh. I won't tell you anymore now. Uh. That's not really in. 314-931-5877. And uh, again, not a texting in game. You got to call. You got to talk. We well, won't bite you. Let's go to Julie on line two. Hello, Julie. You're on the air. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Oh, come on. For all the Julies, let's have a winner here. Looking out my back door. CCR. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Nailed it. Right off the bat. No. Had to wait for the chorus. Really? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And a lot of people 
a lot of people text in and say, hey, you need to do more of those because oh. when people grab them the first time, they want nobody else gets to play. I mean, nothing against you, Julie. That's just fine, but maybe we'll have him work overtime and give us a uh, bunch of them. Julie, have you ever, did you ever see John Fogarty or CCR in concert? And if so, did you walk out like John Carney? Um, I saw them and not impressed. <laughs> Really, one of those one of those things you do for love, you know. Oh, yeah. like you were with your significant other. And Correct. You yeah, I get it. Are you it's, at work yeah. right now? No, no, no. Well, I'm at home working. Oh, you are. Okay. Well, that's good. What do you do? Um, pharmaceutical manufacturing. Work with suppliers. All right. Well, good. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. Kind of sounds like a Breaking Bad situation. I know. Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> oh, Are you in a playground only, right now? Um, if only it were that much fun. <laughs> have you played pickleball before? Yeah. Okay. Well, are you going to play some more? You're going to play I, some I'm more? Not, I'm terrible. That's okay. Well, let's play for money then. <laughs> oh, money. No. Well, oh, thank I, you for playing. Thank you for listening. You're awesome. Well, thank you. All right, stand by, Julie. I'll come back and get all of your information. But right now, I'd love to hear about Musical Around from John Carney. Well, you know what? I, I, I'm Wouldn't we all? the main guy to tell you. Pretty much anybody in the music scene in St. Louis has found themselves there to repair something, upgrade, or somebody decides to switch instruments like my boys. Liam was a drummer, then he was a bass player. Now I think he's a drum major. I don't know. I mean, do uh, they have to pick an instrument? Like, did they are they required to have a band credit for middle school or high school? No, you know it's interesting. They've got you know like the liberal arts things, but there's it's diffs an array of things. Ah, you don't have to learn an instrument, which I think is a bummer. I think they should. Uh, it comes in handy and keeps your brain somewhat sharp. Anyway, and uh, you want a starter kit, you want to get a starter guitar or ukulele or bass or whatever, they got all those. And for the aficionado, you know, you might find a Starburst uh, Gibson Les Paul on the uh, wall going for 1500 bucks. You never know. Uh, amps, keyboards, if you can play it, they got it. And if you got it, they want it. It's that easy. There you go. They're in the Regency Plaza, which is at 70 in Zumbo, right next to uh, that Walmart there. Couldn't be nicer, folks. Musicians, as you can imagine. And uh, go see them. I think you'll be very happy. Even if you're selling your stuff to walk out with money, you're winning. Money. Winning. Money. Winning. Uh, online, too. Oh, I should tell you that. Duh. Musicaroundstcharles.com. Given us, you know, the old elevator now, Master Max mix-up. Master, what did I call him? Max, the masterful mix master. Mix master Max. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to have to write that down. All right, a mashup coming up after Sarah wraps this one up. Thanks for riding on the elevator. Brought to you by Music Go Round, St. Charles. Buy, sell, and trade all kinds of musical instruments. 105.9 Regency Parkway, St. Charles. Check out musicgoround.com. Third floor, housewares.
runs on a loop tape in our house. My 15-year-old just discovered The Office and watches it over and over and over and over every episode. And it's one of those few shows, Julie, where you can jump in anywhere in any season and not feel like, wow, who's this? I've missed a lot. There's a lot going on here. Each episode really stands on its own as being absolutely hilarious. It really does. We love it in our house as well. It's a staple, that's for sure. And a couple of St. Louisans on the show, including Ellie Kemper and Jenna Fisher. And now today we get to talk to another guy from the office who also is a musician. Creed Bratton comes to town playing at the uh, St. Louis City Winery. Um, and the guy's been in music longer than he's been acting, I think. Hi, Creed. Hey, guys. Hi, John. Hi, Julia. How are you? We are fantastic. So what is your... Uh, I have, By the way, just to ask you a question, yes. I've been, I've been in uh, music and, and acting for such a long, long time. When I came on the show... Uh, I, I kind of did an in run and got got on the thing without the casting process. I just shot my own, wrote my own character and gave it to Greg Daniels. And there was a little resentment from the cast that that I just kind of snuck in there and got on the show. But to be very honest, I had done I had done more film than that whole cast combined, albeit mostly silent and black and white films. But still, <laughs> I think I think the numbers add up. Really, yeah. Well, I we again we just absolutely love the show and and we're excited to have you come to St. Louis and perform some music for us down at the St. Louis City Winery on Wednesday, January twenty fourth. Uh, what do you like better, music or acting? Oh, I, I I have been I started playing professionally at seventeen, and then uh, I was that was a drama major in uh, in college. I started I did in high school I did a couple of plays and I realized that I was good at that and I enjoyed that also. So I've, I've done them both for so long. And if you think about it, if I'm on stage performing to an audience and I'm, uh, you know, emoting a song or telling a story, it could easily well be the camera instead of the audience there. So it's, it's, they're very, they're very close to me. They're both very similar, except for the music aspect of it. On the office, how much of the script was given to you? Did they just give you kind of a, you know, an outline of where they were going with an episode and you just kind of came up with it on the spot? Or? No, a lot of a lot of people think that that's a question I get every interview, uh, all of us, every interview we do, people, I think it's the, to the credit of the writers. And to you and, as an and, actor. And, this, and, this, and the synergy. I, I want to sell myself short here. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, blow, I'll blow smoke up my ass just in a moment. All right. Give it, it, it'll be menthol. But I'll I'll do it. Um, <laughs> um, well, people say that you know do do you infer? No, ninety five percent of that show was scripted. We a week before we meet at the uh, over at a trailer, and we have a table read. The cast would sit around and read the cast, read the script for the first time, write you know do, underline your your lines with yellow uh, markers and continue on. And then that was it. We went on there and we would do it right verbatim to the script and then we would play but uh most of like we say 95 percent of the show was, was scripted people people think we we're just coming in there and improvising you know oh, I mean, people thought totally. i was playing mice people thought i was playing you look myself. at the, you look, high. 
playing myself. I don't even know who I am. How can I play myself? I, I ask my question, my question all the time. So everybody <laughs> is a consummate professional, but somebody nice will do that. something either coming out in a, uh, you know, a different outfit or making a, a funny face when they shouldn't. And it's a serious scene. Who's the one that, that makes the director call cut the most because somebody pulled one. Is it Steve? Oh, no, no, no. Steve, Steve, was just, you know, Steve didn't, couldn't do, he walked on water, that guy, you know, we, we, we just basically hung on his, his coattails. He's got those little pieces of our fingernails on his coattails <laughs> as he, as he drug us through the scenes. Um, <laughs> I, I think, uh, now Oscar would never break. He would never break. He, but he was one of the funniest people off camera who just naturally makes you laugh just by, extemporaneously doing stuff. A lot of people like Mike Steve are, are not trying to be funny all the time. When they are doing their lines, they're hysterically funny. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anybody would, we, if there's anybody I could think of that he would say, stop, stop, stop. Uh, Mindy, Mindy would break a lot. She would, she would start, you know, you know, laughing stuff and we'd have to go back. And, yeah. But uh, there are very few, very few. And you got to use your own name. I can't think of any other show Sitcom Wasn't where that weird? Yeah, yeah. Jerry, I get Jerry Seinfeld was Jerry Seinfeld. So Jerry Seinfeld, that's but that's his show though. That's, that's Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart's show is going to be yeah. So why didn't they exactly. make it Dave? Um, it. I asked Greg Daniels, in and about a couple of times, I wasn't going to rock the boat. I knew I was. I thought I think it was going really great. You know, I actually thought that I was on a, uh, a TV a TV show, but I thought I was on in a, working at a paper company for the first year and a half. I didn't even know we were filming a show. So I started noticing the cameras around. I wanted, wait a second. It was, it was kind of weird. Um, <laughs> um, I forgot, even forgot what the question was. Uh, Me too. I forgot your name, by the way. Yeah, no, no, that's okay, John. Jack. And I forgot uh, to, to mention Phyllis Smith, who played Phyllis. No, she, she was here. I forgot the call goes. Last time I was through, which was quite a while ago, she came up. Oh my God! The crowd went nuts. She, they, I brought her on. She couldn't be out in the crowd. They would tear her apart, you know. So they look out. She's tough, though. But she, I brought her on and put her to the side of the stage so they couldn't see her, so she could watch. When she crossed, that place went nuts, you know. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, oh my God, she's such a sweetie too. Um, I forgot. I forgot there was a question. It doesn't matter. We'll just roll along. We'll just let it go. <laughs> well, you're getting ready <laughs> yeah, to come nice. to St. Louis. Pack your long underwear because it's chilly here. Yeah, I'm in Boston right now. I've got my first show tonight. Then we go to Pittsburgh uh, tomorrow, or friendly tomorrow. And then, uh, yeah, so I know it's going to be cold, but I've heard it may start warming up uh, next week. Yep. Not this week, but a little bit. That would be nice. But uh, They're making it up. They don't know. They don't, they know. don't know. They don't know. That, those, those camera, those the satellite things, they're, they're CGI'd, I think. Most so playing yeah. in the grassroots yeah. and then doing your own thing. So musically on stage, when we come down to the city winery on the 24th, uh, do you go through the whole catalog or we got a new album that we're p- working on? Well, mostly I, I, uh, I come out and I sing about a half a song and then I run to the side because I'm nervous, a little shy. I'll run to the side of the stage and peek out behind the curtain and see if they're reacting well. And then if they, they like it, then I'll go back out and finish the show. <laughs> I will be doing, I will be doing uh, songs, a lot of songs from my new album, Dowel Pop, T-A-O-P-O-P. 
the way, the, the path that that was, that was that's nothing to do with that. It's just, uh, came through while I was meditating. And, uh, that's, the album was my 10th studio album with the multi Grammy award winning Dave way and Dylan O'Brien, two very talented uh, producers. And then I will be doing, uh, you know, star stories, kind of, you know, Samuel Clemens kind of deal where I'll, uh, shucking and jiving and telling stories about my days in uh, Europe and then my days in the grassroots, the days on the office and what's going on now and, and things that's happened to me on the set of films and stuff, you know, and the TV shows. Interesting. Not the boring stuff, the funny stuff. Now, theme cruises are really popular and one has been the Happy Together cruise and they even tour and they come through town and it's the Turtles uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders, and I'm sure I've seen the grassroots on the bill a time or three. Do you ever get involved with those reunions, or do those no, guys owe you money? No, they, they, those people. There's nobody there. I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm not belating, uh, you know, uh, belittling what they're doing at all. But, but there's nobody in the band that has anything to do with the original grassroots. <laughs> uh, Rob Grill is is gone. God bless his soul. And Ricky is gone. Warren and I are the only two members left. And so I think Rob's wife got this young bunch of kids and uh, uh, said, go out and play these songs. And that's, that's what's going on there. So, you know, that, but that's fine. That's fine. If you, if you want to hear the songs, then, then that's it. But how do we get there? You know? How do we download your uh, releases? Well, uh, you, can get, you can get all the last nine albums. Uh, the last one's slightly altered. It's, they're out on uh, Spotify or Amazon or, or uh, Apple Music. Sure. And then this new album will be the same way. And this also will, uh, the last one and this new one will be uh, vinyl, which I'm getting printed up right now. Pressed, from, do you look, from, like the way this works now in the music business where it's, there's not an album. There's nothing tangible. There's no, you know, record stores with all new releases yeah, and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, well, I'm fighting it. I'm fighting that with the old, the old, the old ways, John. Huh? The old ways are good. I so I'm, I'm, I'm going there. to press out, press that uh, vinyl, and and it sounds better. You when you're listening to an MP3, you're getting a minuscule of the audio sonic fidelity that you should be getting. You really hear it when you when you put the stylus in, onto a record. You really hear what it's supposed to sound like then. And so that's what I that's what, you can get the digital downloads, but I prefer people if they have the equipment, good equipment, to listen to it on vinyl. Sure. You've as proved as, you as can as do as business is concerned. There's like 150 new acts coming out every day, and they're doing it from home. And the competition is so crazy. If I if it hadn't been for the office, I wouldn't be you know, coming to play for people. I wouldn't have been, been able to get an audience, even with the grassroots. I'm sure. But and with that show, going. obviously they know the popularity of it because you can go to any toy store or collector store or whatever, and there's no shortage of action figures and play sets. And I think there's an office monopoly. So when you're traveling around and people want to get your autograph and they come up with something from the office, what's one of the strangest things someone has put in front of you? Um, um, well, you know, the, the weirdest thing is when they want me to sign their their body and then they run right down and they have it tattooed. I've had that happen. <laughs> I had a girl 
peeled her lip up in front of me in the stage, and I looked. I was saying, look down. She pulled her lip up, and under in her inside of her lip, it, she had Dunder Mifflin tattooed inside her. I mean, does that make you want to run away screaming? Like, is that kind of terrifying? Oh, that's 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 horrifying. Yeah. I said, oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> Please don't do that. I, I I stopped. I said, my God, don't do this. Don't Please do don't it. Do this. Just get a but, T-shirt that thing, says Dunder Mifflin. To answer your question, the worst thing, uh, my uh, publicity person called me like a month ago, and she got a call uh, from somebody in Europe that there was a there there is a cult of Creed all over. Because I am a I'm cult sure for for, for 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 better for worse, the, the Creed uh, from the office has got this cult, and they're all around the world. And they meet, you know, and they discuss my life, you know, and I oh have people God. call over the call over the fences where I live, you know, cut, cut themselves on the razor wire trying to get to me for things. God bless them. <laughs> I, they mean well. But anyway, so this this heavy metal band had started a creed cult in, up in Norway or Finland or something like that. And they were all meeting, and they sacrificed the small animal in my name. And I oh. finally so I called, I called them up, and I said, hey, I appreciate this. I appreciate the gesture, but but." Uh, don't, Please don't. don't 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 kill anything in, in Creed Brad's name. That's that's just the worst. Yeah, that is wild. I mean, just yep. the yep. obsession with it. It's on TV all the time. I'm sure you're very much aware of that. Do you ever is flip around? Oh, kid, I know. I mean, I do you? Are, I mean, so so younger generations. Carney's sons are in their young or in their early teens. My sons are in their early twenties. They're obsessed with it, and they get all the jokes. And I think that. The more politically correct we've gotten as a society, and that's become such a big thing, the more popular maybe the shows become because it's so politically incorrect. And p- kids so now unworthy. can't believe that you could even do that. Oh, the stuff. I mean, when Phyllis, when Phyllis got the guy exposed himself in the, in the parking lot to Phyllis, she comes, he said, police thing out on the map. She said, she's talking to Pam. I said, he was just hanging brain. I said, if that's a crime, lock me up. And so you can't you can't do that stuff now. You can't that back then we were, we were allowed to say stuff like that. What if what if we we go into the next century and the show is still as popular and people are running around in levitating cars and you know with with androids walking next to them holding their stuff and yet they're still screaming the office. Right. Happen. They'll be able and to driving, get over your wire fence. And driving the PT so Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> no, a Sebring. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A Sebring. Yeah, You're right. Sebring, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Is there talk of a film version of The Office? No, no. No, we haven't heard anything. We people talk about all the stuff, you know, talk, but we uh you know when we're this the group that, that was on that show will will not be getting together to do another version of any kind, you know. I mean Krasinski for a few years. We were talking, to, he had an idea about doing a Christmas special, and we thought that might be a good idea. Oh, I but, would love that. But I think the time has passed. Yeah, who knows? I would love to get together with everybody because, you know, I love I love working with them all. We had such we had such fun. How about just for dinner? Do you all keep in touch in oh, that no, way? We got, Oscar and I get together all the time <laughs> for sushi, and I still talk to, you know, to, to Greg and to uh, Craig and to Jenna, of course, and uh, Angela's very close by me. So once in a while, I'll do their uh, uh, Office Ladies podcast, you know. Oh, that's fine. And, and I did Brian's Brian's podcast, you know. And I'll see and I see them on a very occasion. 
very rarely do I do them. Uh, uh, but on occasion, if I'm going to be in town or something, or I'm going to be visiting family and stuff, I can and I work it out so I can go do a, a Dundercon or something like that. I will, but I find that's a little overwhelming at my age. It's a little too much for me, you know. Creed Bratton, who plays? Wait for it, Creed Bratton. Uh, yeah, on last, the yeah. Office. Yep. yep. Okay, played. Um, St. Louis City Winery, but bringing his guitar, and I assume you're traveling with your own band. I travel by myself. I don't have a band. I just have acoustic. I just do my songs acoustically and tell stories. The troubadour. Mm-hmm. We well, don't have to share the. the you don't have the to share the check. There you go. Yeah, I'm all inclusive. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so listen, I got uh, a question we, for you. Yes, uh, yes. Is there a membership fee to join the cult? I'm, I'm asking for a friend. Uh, it's a, there's a blood oath. You know, it's a blood <laughs> oath. But then the Dark Lord doesn't really talk about the stuff. I really I'd have to meet the person in person, him in person to talk about it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I good to know. I, uh, I vet my uh, my disciples very, very carefully. <laughs> oh, God. There's got to be someone that hears this and is like and hearing signals from it. far away. And... You don't. They don't. They don't sometimes understand that I got a tuck, my tongue really stuck in my cheek with this stuff, you know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> They listen to the show on their foil hats. Uh-huh. Oh, my god! But we love them. Yeah, anyway, we do. We do. We do. John, a guy, John went on guy, to make. I, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to tell you. No, John went on now, to make some. I'm sorry. I, I keep interrupting you. No, I'm go stopping. Ahead, All right. No. no I was gonna you're the guest. She mentioned, she mentioned the foil hats when I, after the grassroots. I lived just in the early 70s. I'm living in Malibu, and I was going down to the, the health food store one day, and there was a guy, and his name literally was Rainbow. This is in California, naturally. And he was wearing a pyramid <laughs> hat. Like, remember the pyramids that, that we give you to put over fruit to keep them lasting longer? Yeah. So he, had, he had it on his head, and he was holding a compass. And he said, hey, Creed. He said, are you going to do a solo album? And well, hey, I said, what, what, how, how do you? Do? He said, you're looking at the grass, you know. I said, oh yeah. And he, he starts talking to me, and he said, oh, start. Can you? And he starts moving around, and he, he moves his body around so he was facing the north. And then he said, he asked me to stand over there so he could see me, and then he continued the conversation. Now there's your there's your foil hat guy right there. There you go. Wow, that's that's a true story. That's I'm not joking about that one. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. Is is much of the night going to be stories, or is it all music? It's like it's half and half. I uh, I, I sing a song, I tell a story, I tell a story, sing a song, I kind of uh, yak with the audience a little bit, you know. It's uh, I've got a I've got a, a a script as they say, but I'll, I go I, I definitely go off it, you know, kind of occasion depending on what's going on in the audience. Right, creedbratton.com, where you can find out more about what he's up to. But I can tell you this much. He'll be here, City Winery. The date is Wednesday, the 24th. Don't miss out. Yep, that's right. I'll see you all. I hope you guys can make the show, too. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks for having me. I look forward to being in St. Louis. Okay, bye. Bye. Be well. Bye-bye. I'm just trying to figure out how old this guy is. I mean, he left the band grassroots in 1970 
and still going at it, still got it. Very so he's funny. 70-something I guess, years old, I would think. Oh, no. It, it's probably, at least, uh, this is math. I got nothing. Um, it's 143. I, I know also that I'm behind the times here on the clock, and Max is probably has a cold washcloth over his forehead. Um, I'll fix that. Saturday, Straight Talk on Retirement is a radio show that we proudly present. In fact, I can think of very few broadcasts on this station where they've gone back to the hosts and said, look, can you make it an hour longer? And they did. So Straight Talk on Retirement's now two hours. And people were upset because they couldn't get in. They couldn't ask their questions. Well, we got the text line number one, and you can ask your uh, questions on the phone. We've paid the phone bills. So you covered all the round. Very valuable information about your money. Yes, money. your money. There we go. 144, tune into that on Saturday. We'll be back in a moment on KTRS. Johnny Landau Chevrolet. Go Chevy Bowl. Go Chevy Bowl. Go Chevy Bowl. I think a big thank you is due here, braving the weather and the elements. Sure, there was barbecue, but I'd like to think Johnny Londoff came to see us yesterday at Sugar Fire because he likes us. Let's ask him. Hi, Johnny Londoff. Yeah, who is this? I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not always right. John Carney and Julie Buck. How oh. are you? Oh, long time no see. It's been at least 24 hours, Johnny. Yeah, and you were busy yesterday. That place was hopping. You know, feels like it was and, just uh, yesterday. It's uh, great to have uh, Sugar Fire in uh, Florissant, and uh, they have a lot of great restaurants in Florissant. And uh, there with the mayor, uh, Tim Lowry, and uh, we had Kitty with us, but she's busy today. She can't can't get on the air. It's just you, you got to put up with just me. Well, I saw her drive up yesterday in a blazer. I didn't see what you were driving. I'm I'm guessing a Tahoe. Yes, you are correct. You are correct, and uh, and it is for sale. It's a 2023 High Country, uh, black on black, uh, High Country Tahoe with only uh, 18,000 miles uh, with a 6.2 liter V8 engine, uh, and it's just unbelievable. When you uh, you know when you shut the vehicle off, it lowers a couple of inches. So a fellow my age, it's easier to get out of, and then easier to get into. <laughs> And it's also easier for the adorable six-year-old black lab, Drake, to uh, jump up with those springs uh, that he has in his hips to uh, jump into his uh, his uh, dog crate. And uh, uh, he's a dandy. Comes to work every day. You know, Drake, everyone here Drake gets a lot of airtime, I've noticed. Well, he helps a lot of cars. You know, when people come up to see me, they, you know, customers come up and here comes Drake. He wants to He wants to meet you, you know. Uh, and he even uh, has pictures taken with, with customers. So he's kind of like a celebrity, you know, like, like you and Julie. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. He's comparing Carney. us to his dog. Yeah. I'm not sure what to do with these <laughs> feelings I'm having right now. So we've got some rates right now. Everyone's, I mean, rates are coming down. Rates as low as 1.9 and 3.9 with no payments for 90 days. Rates, let me repeat that. I hope you two are sitting down because you're going to fall out of your chair. Wait, I, are you sure you read that right? I am. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, 
1. Are you 9, kidding me? 3.9. No payments for 90 days. That's with GM Financial, our, uh, our, uh, our General Motors uh, finance partner. But, of course, being in business for 82, almost 83 years, we are signed up with every and all finance institutions, all the credit unions. So if you're a credit union member, you want to go through your credit union, we can do it right here for you and maybe even save you a quarter of a point because we send them all so much money. And, uh, and another thing, for the rest of this month, uh, when the temperatures are uh, below 30 degrees, so like 30, 29, 28, all the freezing temperatures we had, we're going to take another $500 off uh, vehicles, and it's all online at lawndoff.com. Uh, no Corvettes, sorry, they're exempt on this situation, but, uh, man, just unbelievable deals right now because, you know, you get a little bit of weather here, and uh, after we've had an absolutely beautiful December during duck season, then the duck season's over, and we get bad weather. I can't figure it out. Ah, How about you, Julie? No, I can't figure it out either, other than I'm really cold and I'm ready for this to be over. We've got a few more days of it. And then we'll get back to uh, today's actually balmy compared to what we've had. It, it, it is. It is. I mean, we've seen people walking around here with shorts on. And flip-flops, <laughs> right? I don't know about the flip-flops, but <laughs> we're having a great day uh, here in Florissant. And, uh, it, it, you know, we've had a few no-shows for service. So if you need to get your car in and out, we can do that because uh, uh, the shop's open until 6 o'clock. And the shop is open out at the... Johnny Londoff Autoplex. And again, everything is online. Londoff.com. Boy, and I know you can get into that service department quickly because after the show yesterday, uh, I finally attended to that sign that was on my dashboard for a few days saying, hey, change your oil, dum-dum. And I went out to the Autoplex. Who would would call you dum-dum? His car calls him dum-dum. My my car. My car does. (laughs) I see. I see. Oh, that's very uh, interesting. That I, that I, uh, I got from how you. How nice a guy is that? Uh, is that Charlie Downs? Oh, uh, he's such a sweet guy. He is unbelievable. He really is. The whole, their whole team there. You know, all this all female owned, and uh, they, you know, none of them sit still. They're all moving about 100 miles an hour, which is, uh, which is great. I don't know, but the food is delicious. The oil change went well. If you're wondering, I'm glad the oil change did go well because that's what we do. We have great service. At the Johnny Londo Auto Autoplex and great service, Johnny Londo Chevrolet here in Florissant, Missouri. You know, yeah, all um, good people. A little uh, uh, memorial. Um, a very, very, very good friend of ours, uh, Ellen Zagurski, uh, a vendor with uh, uh, soaps and, and, and solvents and chemicals, and uh, he was a chemist. Uh, uh, nicknamed Z Man, the Z Man. Ellen Zagurski passed away a few days ago, and uh, got. God bless him. We're going to miss him. Uh, his wife, Sally, and, uh, and family, and his daughter, Sarah, they're going to continue the company on. And we've been doing business with uh, uh, the Z-Man for 35-plus uh, years. And uh, he's one of my dad's favorites because, you know, towards the end of my dad, uh, you know, he would be here. But, you know, he really, he really didn't want to do anything. I'd say, hey, would you look at these reports for me? And he'd go, no. My dad would say, you do that. I've been doing it my whole life. So I was like, oh, yes, sir. Thank you. But, uh, yeah. God you never us, uh, fail. You never fail to amaze me, Johnny, because you can say something so sweet about somebody like you just did and turn around and verbally attack me within about three oh. minutes. How can I How do you do you? it? 
How did I attack? I didn't attack. Julie, did I attack him? No, he didn't attack him. Max, Max, have I attacked John? No, only his check engine light. It calls him dumb dumb. You programmed the the car to talk to me like Kit from Night Rider. No, we didn't. You know, the the millions of people listening believe every word you say. They hang on every word. So tell them that's not the truth. The vehicle does not say dumb dumb. (laughs) If it could say anything, it would say, God, we love you, John. You're so funny, but you're lucky to have Julie and Max. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you, not only does the whole world not hang on my every word, not everybody on this show even hangs on my every word. So, yeah. I'm, I, I'm I, I think uh, Max does. I think Julie just, you know, compliments you tremendously. But uh, again, let's enjoy this beautiful weather. Uh, the snow's melting. The cars look beautiful. We are delivering a Corvette right now, a brand new Corvette. And I think the other Corvette that we have that's on the showroom floor is being delivered uh, tomorrow. Um, but you think about that. I mean, here's how fast, how long does that take for that to happen from the time it comes in? To the time that you deliver it, what's the average time that a Corvette will be at Johnny Landoff Chevrolet? Uh, not very long. Most of them are already pre-sold, but we get lucky. We get some additional allocation, and um, you know the team puts their heads together on what you know how to how to equip it, what colors, exterior, interior, what equipment, and uh, and then you know they, we start making phone calls and we get people from all over, not only just the St. Louis metro area and, and, and St. Charles and in St. Peter's, I mean, we get people from all over the country when it comes to uh, Corvettes, which is pretty exciting. And then everyone will ask me, well, aren't you driving a Corvette? No, they're too popular. I was a brat when I was 16 and a half. I had my first Corvette. <clears throat> when I was in college, I had a Corvette. But then that got repossessed after one semester because I, I didn't do real well. I made the dean's list on an SMU. That's where the dean sends a letter at Christmas break saying, Hey, dumb dumb! If you don't get your act together, you're gonna be back washing cars for your dad. So I was on, I was on, I was on that list as well. We got a hit news, Johnny. It was great to see you yesterday. Good to talk to you today, and we'll get together again very soon. Thanks so much, and I love that 500 off if it's below freezing. Once again, been remiss in my duties as I've been very busy trying to get Max to agree with me about anything. I've had no luck. Uh, But what I forgot to tell you was that Guy Phillips is on the radio this afternoon. Did you know that? I did because I saw him in the hallway here at the office. The Guy Phillips? Mm -hmm. He's here with Josh Gilbert. He'll be filling in for Heidi Klaus this afternoon. I believe she's the first official vacationer of the year at the station. Oh, yeah. Good timing. Good planning, Heidi. Team Heidi on yeah. that one. Smart. Yeah. Go west or south or somewhere warm. Just don't go Good east. Good luck to you. Yeah. But you know what? And and congrats to Johnny Landoff because because of this thing he's got going with the weather that if it's below freezing – He'll take $500 off whatever was already on the table. And obviously it's because Johnny's a gracious individual, but it also takes our mind off the fact that it's freezing. It's below freezing. And I think other places are are following suit. I got a, a note from Phil 
yesterday um, over at Classic Air Care, and he told me that what they're doing right now, and I think this is going to run till the first to second of next month, they got in a bunch of uh, Lennox HVAC systems, um, and all with utility rebates. So the price on these things with their discounts, the rebates, twenty nine forty five for a whole system. Unbelievable. Also, they're going to run a special, too, that they wanted me to share with you. I think you'll like it. If you're looking, you get one of three items for free with the purchase of a new HVAC system. Either a 50-gallon water heater, free, full home humidifier, free, and home air treatment system. And yes, wait for it, free. Take a look at what they have and make sure you're good for all the seasons that Mother Nature throws at us. Apparently, we've we've upset her somehow. Check out Classic Air Care with an E, A-I-R-E, dot com. Did you do the disclaimer, vodka not included in your HVAC repairs? That, no, I should have. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I sorry. Thought... Next time. Okay. No Doubt is reuniting for Coachella 2024. I would love to go to this. It goes... Uh. Don't speak. It goes down the weekend of April 12th and April 19th in its usual spot in California. The band made the announcement on X yesterday. There's other headliners that are going to be playing there. Lana Del Rey included in that. Should be a lot of fun. No doubt formed back in 1986. Took a hiatus in the 2000s and they reunited in 2008. But they haven't done anything together since 2015. So it's kind of exciting to get the band back together again. I wonder if they call Blake up for sit-in for a tune. I bet they will. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kate Middleton is going to go in for abdominal surgery, and she's going to remain in the hospital in the U.K. for up to two weeks. Now, they haven't really disclosed exactly what the surgery is, but I feel like anything that would involve a two-week hospital stay or do you get to stay longer if you're royalty? I don't know. Yeah, I, that's pretty significant. That's pretty, and then no more royal duties until after Easter this year. And also uh, King Charles also going in for a little procedure in case you're keeping track of uh, the royals and their medical problems. Uh, Kieran Culkin admits it was rude to ask his wife for more kids when he got up for the Emmy and won. Um, I thought it was actually kind of funny, but he said... Instead of um, talking to her like a private human, I just blasted her on stage, which was very rude. But I, I don't think it was. He's just a nervous guy, and I think that he I'm pretty just took sure the he got an he got an earful when he got home. That's why he's apologizing. You think? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. that's definitely her statement, not his. You think? Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, he I, would have said nothing about this had she not read him the riot act. Look, Max, yeah. we agree. Yeah, there, oh, there we go. go. There you go. Oh, okay. I would think that she would have thought it was cute. No? I guess no. no. Okay. Nope. Um, nope, nope, I don't nope. know about this. You guys can decide if this is right or wrong, but before every show of her Las Vegas, Las Vegas residency, Miranda Lambert takes communion with her crew, but instead of the wafers, they use tequila shots. Uh, she says, we call it communion. I know we're not supposed to, but we are actually taking them off of a communion tray. I grew up in a church, and we are in Sin City. Sounds sacrilegious. It kind of yeah, does Yeah, but right. it does keep her HVAC system from freezing. Right, absolutely. See, now you're getting on board. 
Well, this might not come as a total shocker, but Jason Priestley says that Brad Pitt can go a really long time without shock. You see, the two briefly lived together with a third roommate in the late 80s in a really bad part of L.A., according and to them. he's not saying this like it's a good thing. No, but he's saying they would see who could go the longest without showering. And Brad Pitt always won. Mm. And he says, now he thinks I'm like, dude, how disgusting. What were you thinking? Can you now imagine Now he's got that? people that bathe him. Probably so. so. He's and they, good. And they fan him off with a palm leaf. Um, he said they lived on ramen noodles, generic beer, and Marlboro Light cigarettes because they were broke. Because every broke person needs cigarettes. By now, you've probably heard that Lindsay Lohan's surprise cameo was in the Mean Girls movie. It took her about a half of day to film. And guess how much she made for this little cameo? Anybody? $20 million. $500,000. But, you know, I mean, Still. kind of a full circle moment. Not bad for yeah. a half a day's work. 95 yeah. years ago today, Popeye the Sailor Man first appeared in a comic wow. in a comic strip yeah called Thimble Theater did you know that max probably did <laughs> probably should have brought I've this still never been to chester but apparently chester illinois that's the home of popeye, popeye yeah. the sailor yeah. man they do a popeye festival yeah. eat your spinach 71 years ago should have brought this up with johnny Landoff. the chevy corvette was introduced at a car show at new york's waldorf historia hotel uh, the and country, Frank bought it. Uh, <laughs> the car now can go upwards of $300,000, depending on all the stuff you have on it. But I'd go see Johnny if you do. Kid Rock is 53 today. Michelle Obama is 60. Jim Carrey is 62. Susanna Hoffs is 65. Dwayne, Raid is 40, Dwayne Wade is 42. Zoe Deschanel. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, the NBA guy from the Miami Heat. Oh, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Uh, Zoe Deschanel is 44, and Maury Povich is still kicking it at 85, so good for him. Tonight, you get Chicago Med on NBC. I can see your voice on Fox, and the price is right at night. That's what you got from Hollyweird. Now let's go out for some homemade jokes. Fresh out the oven, here's John Carney. A couple of quick things before we get there. Number one, you had mentioned Maury Povich. He was in the news last week because... Some zoo, like maybe Cleveland or whatever, and their elephant was having a baby or the gorilla, and he was the one that announced the sex of the baby. Which oh, I thought, I thought was he would fun. announce who the father was. Well, it might have been that too. <laughs> I just thought, what a perfect person to do that, and also not to celebrate. Uh, but this was the date when the ram said. Um, yeah, it's me, not you. And they left and went to California. Uh, whatever happened to them? I don't think they play anymore. Um, all right, now, I got news. I hadn't forgotten. Here we go. Edwardsville, sending a site. I saw this on the news last night. I, I can't get it out of my head. Edwardsville officials sending a citation to First Baptist Church there for operating an emergency shelter. First Baptist decided in October to open its gym on nights when temperatures dropped below 20. At that time, Edwardsville told the ministry that they needed a special use permit. The church refused, arguing that, you know, the overnight warming location is part of their ministry. A court date 
has been set for this week with a potential fine of 750 bucks for each night that they used the church for a warming location. Hey, here's an idea. Why don't we send the board on a camping trip next week for a few days? Let them come back and vote then. There you go. How embarrassing. The prospect of a JetBlue Spirit Airline merger has taken a major hit in court. A federal judge Tuesday siding with the Biden administration and blocked a $3.8 billion deal to combine the two carriers. The judge ruled the JetBlue's purchase of Spirit, the nation's largest low-cost airlines, would harm competition. He added that farmers know that you have to move fertilizer around. Uh, See, that was funny in my head because fertilizer is made of... Okay. Franklin County deputies say they found more than 40 animals living in deplorable, bitter, cold conditions uh, on Sunday. Rescuers shared pictures online that underscored the disturbing conditions. Franklin County Sheriff's Office said they were able to seize 19 dogs, 18 goats, three turkeys, two chickens, one duck, one rabbit, one cow, one monkey, and two turtle doves. Man, imagine what that house smells like. Oh, yeah. Prince of Wales, as Julie mentioned, hospitalized after undergoing surgery and will remain at the private clinic for a while, moments after the news of Kate's hospitalization was released. Buckingham Palace revealed that King Charles is going to undergo a corrective procedure next week as well. And with all the family surgery in the royal family, Camilla decided to get her hooves trimmed. Um, A flight attendant believes she captured the moment a hot pink UFO nonchalantly buzzed past the plane as it soared above Europe. I looked at the pictures. Pretty convincing. Four unusually shaped pink orbs blinked against a dark night sky. Um... And there's pictures on page six and other places on the Internet. According to the attendant who filmed it, that's exactly what she saw. I assume it was probably the new Malibu Barbie alien. Um, all right, I'll give you one more. Just one, okay? Because I've, okay. I've heard not, nothing from the peanut gallery. In a monumentally moronic scheme, A woman admitted that she plotted to submit dog urine she collected in an attempt to cheat a court-ordered drug screening. According to investigators, Jessica Beatty, subject to a random drug test as part of uh, a prior, Beatty apparently was concerned that hers would turn up dirty, so she used her dogs. Mm. When confronted about the phony sample... Jessica just scratched behind her ear. Mm. Like a dog. This is gold, people. Come on. I don't know. I thought that was a little rough. Oh, Uh. rough. Rough, rough. Um, By the by, speaking of gold, I'm kind of mad at my son. I know they always eat all my food, always. But taking the last or all of those burn ends was criminal. It was criminal. I was so looking forward to those. Gone. Absolutely gone. 
when we were at the brand new Sugar Fire yesterday, they were so accommodating, so wonderful. And the five women that own it have been in the system for a while, so they know how it works. They know what to do. They know what doesn't work, and they all bring something different to the table. You mean in the Sugar Fire system, not in the system. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, no, in the legal system. They all just got out of prison. Well, that's kind of what it sounded like. I was like, let's clarify. But you're the only one that thought that. Okay. And they can't bring the food to your table because, obviously, the ball and chain on their leg (laughs) makes it difficult to get around the room. And the ankle bracelet. Uh, Or if you want to uh, change it up, you could go to another sugar fire where there's no convicts. Um, And they are going to start doing delivery at that fluorescent location. I know. I can't imagine how crazy that's going to be. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm getting together with Charlie next week. I'll ask him. I've never asked him if they deliver because I always like being there and taking in the smell and checking out the cool vibe. And, ooh, maybe I'll take a couple of bottles of sauce home as well, just in case, you know, in case I need some. But I don't know if they deliver. It's a good question. I'm going to ask. I'll be back with a full report. In the meantime, you could do some of your own research, going to sugarfiresmokehouse.com, or better yet, really dig in, literally, and go to a sugar fire today. Carney Show, welcome back. It is smack dab right in the middle of the week. And don't leave your radio. We can leave the radio, but leave it on. Just turn it up because you don't want to miss anything. Josh and Guy have to say this afternoon. Absolutely. We got, we got some things of our own up our sleeves. We do. Uh, things are going well in the weight loss department. If you took my advice and contacted Dr. Allison Walsh, I'm sure they're going well. They've gone well for me for a couple of years now. In a journey. It's not a sprint. It's lifestyle changes, and there are lots of tools in the toolbox to get things done with Dr. Walsh. And when you call Dr. Walsh's office at 314-919-9998, you can make an appointment to visit with her in person or telehealth or maybe a hybrid of the two. I, During COVID, when I started this journey with Dr. Walsh, I started meeting with her over Zoom, and then I went to in-person. And now since I'm in the maintenance phase with the weight loss, I am back to Zooming. So I will be Zooming with Dr. Walsh this afternoon. She helps with hormone balancing, weight loss, and everything that you can imagine, sleep disturbances, night sweats, all of that can be a thing of the past. And you can focus on new, nicer, let's hopefully say warmer things happening for you in 2024. You can go online to stlwomenslifestylesolutions.com or call right now. Here's the number, 314-919-9998. That's 314-919-9998. Now let's go to the KTRS Traffic Center and have a look at the roads. Here's Paul Kopsky. Okay, thank you, Julie. A one-vehicle crash on westbound 70 past Union has been cleared. There's a stalled car on the southbound 270 exit to westbound 64 with the right lane closed there. And there's another stalled car with its flashers on on the shoulder of 270 North at Olive. From the KTRS Traffic Center, I'm Captain Paul Kopsky on the Big 550 KTRS. Polly, let me ask you a question. Sure. Are you caught up in this 
Stanley insulated cup they're selling at Target and <laughs> Starbucks that nobody can get their hands on. What is what is the uh, appeal of the Stanley cup? It's not. It doesn't I, even look like the Stanley cup. No, I don't know. But I'm asking you in particular because it's especially tough to get one here in St. Louis because we've only had one. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Good you. moment. One we'll talk to you tomorrow. Fifty-seven thank, years. Thank you, Paul. I'll have uh, sure, I'll have more jokes tomorrow. We're busy. Andy Field checking in from ABC, and uh, another head scratcher to me that uh, Homeland Security, FBI, all those uh, secret agencies we have. Um, have sent a note to the public in the form of a public service announcement saying, be careful, those Chinese drones are collecting information. And here's what I don't understand, Andy, and hi, by the way. China Um, makes everything. (laughs) They probably made the microphone you're talking into right now. Yeah, how do you not buy something made in China? Uh, well, there are American companies that, that make stuff, but here's the problem. Uh, it, you know, in China, Big Brother apparently is actually watching, and it's not just the Chinese, but anything you might be doing with one of those Chinese-made drones. And if your listeners know anything about consumer drones, they will know that DJI is the leading consumer drone company. Uh, they make virtually all the drones that are that are. Uh, sold to consumers here, and you see people in the parks on the weekend flying them around with their little remote controls attached to their phones, and the drone sends back all kinds of information, pictures, uh, coordinates, GPS coordinates back to your phone so they can stay in the air. Well, uh, Homeland Security says they're also sending copies of that information back to China. Now, I'm not sure what China's going to do with information of you flying around the St. Louis Arch, but... um, (laughs) If, you know, you're near any kind of sensitive military site, there are actual restrictions on those drones and where you can fly them. And some of them are built in so you cannot actually fly them there. But all that being said, uh, the warning is that uh, if you don't want your personal information being shipped over to China without your permission, and it may not just be the drone information, they may be taking that information with the DJI app. Uh, and, and we've heard a lot about this with TikTok as well because it's from a Chinese company. Uh, and uh, China could be seeing what you're up to. And if you don't want Chinese folks to know what you're up to, then perhaps you might want to avoid those things. I try not to get to. too alarmed with this kind of stuff because I feel like I'm not, I have nothing to hide, really. I mean, is, I mean, who should be alarmed and who shouldn't? Or they should all we all that. be alarmed? Well, I, I think it's alarming that any information is going from your private devices to someone when you don't give them Authorize permission to do that. It, yeah. I think that's that's a problem. And, and, and we've seen data breach after data breach. I just got something from Delta Dental yesterday in my mail. And I haven't used Delta Dental, Dental in a while, but it says, gee, uh, you know, your name may have been on this data breach and all kinds of private information was sold on the black web but right you know uh, good luck with that and uh if you get hurt well we'll try to help you but your teeth look fabulous <laughs> they do look good th- that is true i think i'm going to stick with my spy balloon well i would think th- that sensitive areas also include a perimeter of a no-fly zone 
Well, it's interesting. In Washington, D.C., it's almost impossible to fly a drone because uh, part of the way you can sell those drones in the United States is they have to actually have GPS blocking here. So I can't fly a drone near the White House, near National Airport, near Dulles. I mean, there's a giant perimeter around Washington, D.C. where you can't fly. Mm. Sorry. Well, Jules, you got one. You seem very calm about this. Oh, I have no idea how to even start it. I mean, we have a drone, but it's not for spying purposes. It's just for fun. As far as you know. To take family photos or, uh, (laughs) you know, and and to deliver flowers on my mom's birthday or whatever it might be. But it's certainly not for anything bad. knows your mother's birthday. Right. Do you know that? Yeah, I do now. You know, the, the interesting thing about some of these drones is some of them are so easy to fly. You literally push a button, say, I want it to go there. It will do the rest without you doing anything else. That just sounds like loads of fun. And take, apparently, Julie's family photos from very high up. Right. <laughs> yeah. And send them to the Chinese uh, leaders. Andy, thanks for scaring us. Great job, yeah, as always. We're job. terrified. Bye. Yeah, appreciate Bye. you checking in. See you later. I had mentioned earlier, Julie, that I was going to scare you with something else, and I haven't been able to get to it. Um but there's another war- health warning out there, and I'll tell you about that in just a moment. We've got to keep up. It is 2.36. Quick break. We'll come back. I promise. We'll be right here. Carney Show, welcome back. Good to have you. Coming up in a bit, Mike Dubusky joins us with some smartphone news. CES just wrapped up, and I don't think this had anything to do with that. Seems like Samsung was hiding a little something, something. Uh, So the thing that I thought you'd be concerned about, Julie, was the press release from the health department today saying that in uh, Washington, D.C., people that have been at the airport between... Four and eight on January 3rd and at Terminal A at the Ronald Reagan Airport the following day from 2.30 to 6.30 might have been exposed to measles. Great. Aren't we vaccinated for that? Or did we stop that because we just are naturally? Uh, I I would love for somebody that knows. There's got to be a healthcare worker out there that knows the deal on this and what the chances are and what age group was vaccinated as part of their routine vaccinations. 84126 is the Michael's Bath text line for you to chime on in. And I got to believe they know who it is because they certainly oh, yeah. have it narrowed down to a right. certain time frame. Yeah. I'm sure. His name was name is Bob and he was wearing a red shirt. Um, and I don't know if it's a different kind of measles. You know, look at the way that COVID has changed since it first made the scene. So maybe the measles shot you got isn't protecting you from this strain. Great. I wouldn't spread that around until we know if that's the case or not. Interesting choice of words. (laughs) I know. I know. Indeed. Um, Just wanted to tell you because I thought it might worry you a little bit. Thank you. Not that I wanted to do that. I usually try to make you laugh. Um, All right. I'll, I'll turn around, give you something pleasant. Okay. I don't know if you heard the, the announcement yesterday, but June 21st, which is a Friday, 
Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, they have booked Janet Jackson. Wow. She's coming back. I'm excited. I saw her when it was Riverport back in the day, and it was a heck of a show. Yeah, I don't think she's been here much since the day, you know? No. I don't know why. Um, She's one of those people that fluctuates a lot, like with her... With her weight loss and her fitness, like she'll go like to the extremes on both ends, you know, where she needs she's to like see Dr. Walsh. She probably does to keep it just like even Steven. But yeah, she's a remarkable artist. One of the first cassette tapes that I ever bought with my really? own money up at our local, uh, uh, I think it was a, a Woolworth, maybe. Uh, I bought Rhythm Nation 1814. Oh, wow. On cassette tape. And, and it's uh, Jackson if you're naughty. Um on the bill, Nelly. That's a night of music. Oh my gosh! Doesn't that sound fun? Friday, June twenty-first. Tickets go on sale uh, the nineteenth. So Friday, they will go on sale. Just thought you'd like to know. That should be a good show. Uh, I'd be up for that one. Uh, what else? I don't know if you saw the video that. Uh, was passing around everywhere this morning. And a name I haven't thought of in a while, Dick Morris from political circles. He was a a big advisor to Bill Clinton um, and tied to some other things, but definitely in the political world. So he was on the radio or on a television thing via Zoom. I don't know what show it was, what was going on, but the clip I saw... They were talking to him, and all of a sudden, in the background, a guy in a sleeveless T-shirt and boxer shorts walks out of a door, walks across the screen, and goes out another door. And it's like, huh, that was odd. But he didn't see one on because it was behind him, but it's worth a look. And the guy behind him didn't seem like, oh, you're doing a TV cut right now. No, it's just like, oh, it's funny. There are some people online who are trying to play Sherlock Holmes about this and figure out who it is. And there is a growing amount of people who are saying that it might, in fact, be his wife. No, it was a a man. I also saw the video, and I'm just letting you know what the Internet is saying. Where do you weigh in, Maxie? It's a little blurry, a little hard to see, but I have seen pictures of him and his wife posing for different photo shoots, and I think it absolutely could be. That was incredibly gentle. Thank you. Wow, that's very nice. <laughs> um, and terrifying. From the 314, <laughs> um, I knew that the text line, the Michaels Bath text line, would help us out with this. The news said the measles were eradicated in 2002, but people having quote-unquote, issues with vaccines in recent years, and it's starting to make a resurgence. Yeah, and they said something about international flight, so this is something that may have come in from another country. And then somebody else said, as we get older, the effectiveness of the vaccine diminishes. Yeah, I want to get to the bottom of this Dick Morris thing, so maybe tomorrow when we go back on the air, somebody will be able to enlighten us, because... I found it kind of entertaining. Well, maybe by tomorrow morning, the the uh, I don't know. When you type in his name, it's oh dear. I just saw the wife. Oh no. Uh oh. This is not going to be good. This Jane Fonda. 
Uh, no, more like her knees. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, talk amongst yourselves. Um, coming up, we're going to check in with Mike Dubusky. Uh Before we do, I will tell you out in St. Charles, they are incredibly busy and busy, busy with good things. I mean, there are events left and right. The restaurants are alive and well, and people are still shopping like it's almost Christmas. And as you know, it isn't. Chicken and Pickle is killing it. I mean, a ton of people are going. I've tried to tell people to, like, turn them on. Like, hey, you need to check out this chicken. Oh, yeah, we went yesterday. It was great. Like, okay. So apparently I'm the last one. Lots of things going on over there at the streets. And Main Street also staying incredibly active as well with brand new business and businesses and ton of stuff coming up. In fact, we'll uh, pluck another restaurant from out that way pretty soon for a restaurant Tuesday, just to prove it to you that all these things are going down. Uh, tomorrow, Marsha Brain, Brendan Weesey, and Dr. Allison Walsh in person, right? Is she in the studio? Uh, yes, yes, she is. And we'll also visit with the folks from the planetarium. It is uh, 2.47, just to uh, keep up on time. You know me, I'm a stickler for time. Um, we'll take a break and Mike Dubusky will be on the other side of that. Always been a big fan of that tune from the police. Wasn't really one of their big hits. Bed's too big. And later I found out it was about Gary Gilmore. And you may remember he was the guy that requested to be executed. He was on death row uh, by firing squad. And sometimes your wishes come true. And it happened. Do you remember that story? You might have been a little Mm, young, Jules. I don't. I, I wish I did, but I don't. Yeah. Of all the people on death row and arrested, no one said, hey, would you mind shooting me? Oh. Okay, your wish is my command. First major smartphone launch in 2024. We just had CES. That would have been the time. But now Samsung overslept or something. He's ABC News' technology reporter, and he's our Mike Dubusky. You're Mike Dubusky, too, come to think of it. Uh, Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've had that name for as long as I can remember, John. (laughs) (laughs) So, Um, why didn't this... Why well, did this come you out? Would, with you would CES? think that this would be a Samsung, uh, you know, misstep here, right? Uh, launching these phones one week after the major tech conference CES. But this is actually a trend we've seen in the tech world in recent years, moving away from these sort of major industry trade shows. Instead, these brands holding their own standalone events, and that allows them to kind of capture the attention for a day. With an event like CES, you know, Samsung goes there, LG 
goes there, a bunch of startups go, a bunch of car makers go, and all of those companies have announcements to make, and they kind of have to share the headline with all of their competitors in a lot of ways. Well, if Samsung just picks a random day in January, as it often likes to do, they like to get their smartphone announcements out early, kind of set the tone for smartphones for the year. If they just pick a random day in January, they can kind of command the attention of the tech press um, you know, for themselves, which is really the strategy that they've adopted and that we've seen others adopt as well. Apple's been doing this for years, Google as well. Um, so yeah, it's, it's an interesting trend, this move away from industry trade shows. Absolutely. And like you just said, they're getting their own segment on the Carney show today. Where <laughs> they, had they been part of CES, they, they wouldn't have. They would have been lumped in with everything else that was new. Sure, and, and doubly significant too, guys, because if you look at just the specs of these new phones that they announced earlier today, we wouldn't really be talking about them. It's a pretty incremental update from just a hardware perspective. Yeah, sure, there's new OLED screens that are a little bit brighter, the batteries are a little bit bigger, but they look broadly the same as last year. Not a particularly interesting update if you're just considering the visuals, but as I'm sort of building to here. Software is the name of the game when it comes to these new Samsung phones. Samsung is betting big on artificial intelligence when it comes to their latest lineup of Galaxy oh. S-series phones. There we Perhaps come. no surprise, given how much we've talked about AI in the last year and a half. Yeah. I had even read that one of them, I don't know if it's Samsung, but they're thinking about incorporating it by adding a button, just a button on your phone that activates the AI. And I, I don't know how that would work. And it, again, like everything else, AI, to me is terrifying. I mean, reasonably so in a, in a lot of ways. Some of the announcements uh, here really do raise some pretty interesting questions. One of the really eye-opening ones comes from the camera and photo editing features that Samsung is touting with these new phones. Uh, for example, there's uh, this feature where you can circle a subject, a person, in a photo that you've taken, and then using artificial intelligence, you can move that person around within the photo, and artificial intelligence will be used to sort of fill in the background, whatever's behind that person, um, and, and they use the general artificial intelligence to kind of do that. It raises a lot of questions about, like, one, could this be used as a vector for misinformation now that we're taking this technology and putting it in people's pockets? And two, what do we want our photos to be at the end of the day? Do we want them to represent reality, or do we want them to be more of something akin to a memory, the way we remember something. Yes, we want to look as young thing. and Heck thin yeah, as we possibly can. Let's throw reality out the window. Holy mm -hmm. shit, yeah, my good I mean, side, please. now more possible than ever. Um, and, and that's just one of the AI features that they showed off today. Uh, there's also a, a feature where you can call someone and it will be able to hear your phone call and translate whoever you're talking to into a language that you understand. It's a sort of live transcription feature. Wow. There's also a translator. It's a really interesting idea. Now, it's not as, you know, up to the minute as the conversation that we're having now. It takes a second or two for the system to process. But you can imagine as these systems get more advanced, that's going to get faster and it's going to become more natural as time goes on. Really interesting application of this technology. So what does this do to photographic evidence that gets presented in a court case? I would think we can no longer trust any picture of anything. Yeah. So 
We don't have any real example of that showing up in court just yet. Let's remember that this is still a really new technology. Samsung's not the only phone maker to play around with ideas like this. Google actually works with Samsung on a lot of this technology, and they have this baked into their Pixel phones already. Um, but Samsung does say it's going to watermark every photo that you apply AI to. There's going to be a small symbol that appears in the corner of your photos just to make sure that we know that those photos have been messed with by AI in some way, shape, or form. Maybe it's for good. Maybe it's to make yourselves look younger or make yourselves look better. But at the same time, you have to keep in mind that this is not a representation of reality anymore. Um, so that's kind of how Samsung's thinking about it. Will that actually make a difference if this ends up in a court of law? Uh, we don't know yet. We'll have to wait and see. It will on dating apps, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. What is Galaxy Unpacked? That keeps coming up in all these stories. Well, that is what the event is called. So again, oh, it's Samsung the event. likes right. this sort of time slot in the beginning of the year. It's it's akin to an Apple event, right, where Apple shows off their latest smartphones. Samsung does the same thing. They just like to do it in January to kind of get ahead of everyone um, with their latest round of smartphones. Uh, what's kind of happening in the background here, guys, not to get too nerdy on you, but Qualcomm, which is the maker of a number of processors, specifically for Android phones, they are out with a line of new processors. Processors, new kind of engines for smartphones, and they're optimized for AI. They've got a lot of AI features baked into them. Samsung is kind of one of the first smartphone makers to start incorporating these latest chips into their phones. Don't worry, Mike, because I ran what you just said through my phone, and soon it's going to tell me what you just said. Thank you for uh, checking in. We appreciate it, and thank you, everyone for catching the broadcast and julie max and i will be back tomorrow we will be looking for you guy phillips and josh coming up after the news here on ktrs st louis